Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. This week we are rounding off our September football month with the classic film Rudy. 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 That man, that... We'll get to that. We'll get to the chat later. Um, but yeah, I'm excited <laughs> Man, to talk about Rudy. that best part of the movie. We should talk about that right now. For yeah. Stuff. You want to talk about the best part of the movie right now just to start off? So that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to get to uh, to Rudy. I hadn't seen it in a while, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. But let's uh, let's do a little bro-down action. If you're unfamiliar with the show, the bro-down is a moment in time in which we just sit down to talk about something that we thought was interesting throughout the week. Could be film-related, doesn't have to be, could be just about anything. So, Danny, I'm going to let you kick off this week's bro-down with, uh, I know that you have a really good one for us. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> get ready for this one. Uh, yeah, I will kick. It's gonna be a hot take. Off, um, with one name, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Is there news about Jackie Chan? <laughs> He's coming out in a new movie. I didn't even get the title of it, but I saw the trailer and it actually looks pretty good. Um, he's like it, it caters to him being like a an old man, and uh, <laughs> gosh, I saw the trailer. I can't even remember what happens in it. Uh, I don't know. Something happens, and he has to fight all these guys. But I don't know. He's coming out in a new, a new big movie, so it's exciting. Kyle, I can't hold it anymore. I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing that impression since I was like six years old. Yeah, you're really good at the Jackie Chan rush hour impression, man. <laughs> Well, I'm hey, I'm always down for some Jackie Chan. It's funny because he's like one of those understated actors that sure, I think we all talked about him a lot when we were younger. But man, I have seen Jackie Chan's movies so much. Like yeah. I have seen Rush Hour one and two, and also uh what's the Owen Wilson one? Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon, yeah. Not Shanghai Nights as much. I've still seen Not, that one a lot, but Shanghai man, Nights if you watch that movie again, Shanghai Nights, I think maybe we've even talked about this. It's not it's really not that well written. I'd say Shanghai Noon was really good, but Shanghai Nights is just kind of, kind of, eh. Well, I think that they really, <clears throat> they really wanted to like make fun and like kind of like poke fun at the Victorian era in England. And yeah. I feel like they really, they really got sidetracked with trying to get these guys to occupy a space in that history rather than coming up with a good script. They're like, oh, we can pull Jack the Ripper into this. Uh-huh. Oh, it's Sherlock Holmes. Oh, it's uh, Charlie Chaplin, you know? It's just, yeah, they really, they really went for all that stuff. Yeah, and so they did. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, man, Jackie Chan is so awesome, though. Funny dude. How old is Jackie Chan? Like ninety four? I'd have to look. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to look it up because I remember he was like he was in his late fifties in Rush Hour. Yeah, he was so much older than I thought. I thought that he like in Rush Hour. I thought that he was late thirties, early forties. I, I mean, he like, looks good. I think he's late, definitely late sixties. Yeah, yeah, he's way old now. And so, I mean, but he's still just doing old, such crazy kung fu. <laughs> it's like kung fu shape. grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Rush Hour Four, Rush Hour Four was confirmed as well, so that's it's kind of exciting. Rush Hour Three was kind of a flop. I only saw it the one time. 
I think I only saw it one time, too. I have the collection now with the third one on it, so maybe I should give it another watch. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all tuckered out. Oh, there it is. Uh, you know who's great, though, is uh, there's there's a scene in uh, Rush Hour 2 with Jeremy Piven. And that oh is gosh. just the buttercream, buttercream, croc skin. What size is the waist? Let's go in. I mean, jeez. Yeah, he's, he's so good. That is one of the best, like, small Little cameos. Cam. I like that. She's hot. <laughs> gosh, yeah. No, it is the best cameo. I love... We actually just watched both those movies. I got. I went to Best Buy, and uh, it was like $10 for, like, the metal case special edition collector's thing. For all three of them, so it's pretty sweet. Just go check. No, it out. yeah, I I, only, I think I only have the the first one on DVD, so it'd be good to be good to have all those. <laughs> <laughs> what is the song? Uh, what is the song that Sue Young is listening to in the raid? No problem, just. Rush Hour. Rush Hour. God. That guy. He has so such good. big roles in like X-Men and Lost. <laughs> I know he does. Uh, he's in, he's in, uh, wait, he, yeah, he's in uh, Force Awakens. Oh my gosh, he was. That's right. That's a pretty big, that's a good career, man. Yeah. Rush Hour and Force Awakens. Wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> You're bleeding. <laughs> You did. But well, you you go ahead and take it away with your bro down. Cool. I'm excited for anything that Jackie Chan does. Always. Yeah, am. always. Uh so I I'm curious if you have any people like this in your life. Uh I definitely do, and I'm not gonna even point out any specifics of how I know this person. Um, but they are because I've had people compliment me and say that they really respect uh, my take on movies and my movie recommendations go a long way. And so I've, I've always, I've always enjoyed that, that people respect my, my take on movies. Um, I don't, but but keep going. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. But (laughs) I know that there's, there's a lot of people in like in the world that, that really love movies, but they also just love every single movie. So do you have a lot of people in your life that are just classic, just bad movie lovers? They just love bad movies. Um, I don't know. Not really. Like I have every- somebody. In, I yeah. have somebody in my life that really likes bad movies, and it's just hilarious. For instance, did you ever end up watching King Arthur? Uh, no, I did not. It is seriously so bad. Like it is awful. I didn't even finish it. I turned it off half hour from the end because I was like, "What's the point?" Like whatever, yeah. like, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. This movie yeah. sucks. And this person came up and was like, "It's pretty good to me." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how, how, like, how was that at all pleasing to any of your senses watching that movie? It is such a just, oh, it is such a mess. It is a horrible really? movie. Yeah, it's kind of so, all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. The story, it's. 
it's a good idea. There's actually like a good movie in there. It is just so horrible. Like the execution is just terrible. It's kind of like Jupiter Ascending. Did you ever see Jupiter Ascending? No, I did not. Jupiter Ascending is the same way where there's like, there's a pretty sweet idea in there. The execution was absolutely horrible. It's unwatchable almost. Yeah. Like you sit there and watch it and you're like, what even is this? This is yeah. just, this is ridiculous. Well, just the Wachowskis a- have been going through... <laughs> A lot of changes, you know, and it's hard, uh, you know, maybe Jupiter Ascending just wasn't wasn't their prime time. God, I would love to see the Wachowskis come back to form, though. I feel like they're not going to be given many more chances, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, after Sense8, you know, they get shut down on Netflix. It's like, I don't know. Did Sense8 get shut down? I thought they were doing a season two. They already made season two, and after season two, they canceled it. Netflix did. Wait, is season two already out? Uh-huh. It's on Netflix. Uh, I guess I don't really care. Yeah, I don't know. I ever, There was a lot of people around me that were obsessed with that show. I I heard that it got canceled before I was going to watch season two. So therefore, I just didn't watch season two. Because I was like, well, you know. But apparently, what they're in talks to do is make a movie to kind of finish it all. Can we not have them... Spending their time doing that. Can they do something else? <laughs> I know. Can they just do another <laughs> Matrix or something? Please. I know. Like, God, we could. We should talk about the Wachowskis sometime. Just an yeah. entire episode. De- yeah, I'd love that. Devoted to that because I love the Wachowskis so much. And yeah. they get such a bad rap. And I totally understand it. Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions weren't as good as the original. But weren't as good. Man, Speed Racer. So Speed good. Racer, v so for Vendetta good. is v for Vendetta incredible. Is so good. Although they didn't, they didn't actually direct V for Vendetta. They wrote it and they produced it. But still, I mean, they had their hand in that one That's quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I love them. Cloud anyway, Atlas is great as well. I I enjoy Cloud Atlas quite a bit. A little muddled and a little confusing at parts, but yeah. I still I still really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. So yeah, but. Yeah, anyway, uh, bad movie lovers are just hilarious to me. There's some there's some movies and some people yeah, in this world that, that love things that you're just like, how? And oh, you know, love, and you always say, go ahead. Well, I just love when you ask people their favorite movie, and they say certain movies that you're just like, really? Like, uh, gosh, I can't even think of one. But when they just say, I, I don't want to go the rom-com route, because that's almost understandable. There's sometimes people say, like, their favorite movie is, I don't know, <laughs> like Transformers. <laughs> or their favorite movie is, I don't know, just a weird movie. You know when people say things like that? Yeah, well, and I mean, that's kind of why we did the School of Rock thing at the end of every episode, is we started saying, because if somebody asks you what your favorite movie is, it's hilarious to say School of Rock. Yeah. Because... Anybody that hears that is like, really? Really? That's not your favorite movie, is it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know? by no means is School of Rock a bad movie. It's actually a pretty awesome movie, but it shouldn't be your favorite movie. It should never be your favorite movie. Yeah. yeah that's a- uh, but uh, yeah, I, I totally agree because there are, you know, when somebody oh, says it's like, like... It's like if you ask, what's your favorite movie? Somebody's like, The Breakfast Club. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's a, okay. If somebody were like, "What's your favorite movie?" and they said Rudy, I'd be like, Come "I guess." <laughs> Come That's on. actually such a good point, though. Is the John Hughes thing? Like when people just, you know, like, "What's your favorite movie?" The Breakfast Club or Sixteen Candles, 
and it's like and and they're my age or younger it's like really you're just i know man. you're just still on the john hughes kick that so happened in the 80s i there's, mean there's grow okay up. there's a difference because i've been <laughs> yeah exactly grow up because i've been thinking about this lately there's a difference between a love of film and cinema and being just like a fan and studying film and cinema because I have a few people uh, that have been around me in my life and I'll be like, they'll, you know, they'll still ask me about movies because they hear I have a movie podcast. So I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So I start talking about movies and they're like, oh, nice. Have you seen this, uh, this film by such and such? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard of that. And they're like, oh, it's a, it a 1940s film, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll say another film that's like from like the 1950s. Then another film is from like the 1940s or 1960s. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be like that because I feel I almost feel bad about it because I love movies and I haven't taken the time to watch a lot of those older films. But it's just because they're not entertaining to me. Like it's not it's just the level of production that I enjoy nowadays that I get so into movies because of just how, how well they're written and also just how much technology has advanced. And so when I hear people say their favorite movies from like the 1950s or 1960s, I'm like, okay, but have you seen Gladiator? <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I hear you, man, because it's like there are some beautiful, amazing movies out there, like Citizen Kane, Ben Hur, uh, yeah, even like something movies. like The Maltese Falcon could be yeah. really good for like an intrigue, uh, like cop, you know, whatever, crime thriller um, from back in that time. But I mean, if you, if you, when you go home at the end of the night and you want to put on a movie and you actually are like, yeah, I would love to watch the Maltese Falcon right now. I'd love to see some Humphrey Bogart. I ha- I don't have anything in common with you apparently yeah, <laughs> because exactly. it's just like, I do not feel that way. And I, you know, I respect an old style filmmaking. I think it's good to, it's good to take a look at that and uh, try to, try to find value in it but i mean it's just you know we have a brief window in time i was born in 1988 and that's that's the movies that i love i love 90s movies because that's that's when i grew up and that's what i enjoy and i think you know a lot of people are much older than that but you have to understand that movies have progressed and they are they are entertaining now and there's value in those old ones but i feel like if you're if you're in the generation that we are in and you're under the age of 30 and you're still claiming that you, you know, you love those movies, the older movies, then it's like, you're just trying to sound cool. That's you know, it. it's like, That's you're just trying it. to sound like against the grain. Like, Ooh, yeah. That's Citizen how it Kane comes across to me because it's like, you're just, you're just trying to be somebody that's a big film. Oh, you do a movie podcast. Oh, Cool. Have you seen blah, blah, blah? You know, immediately it's like, no, I haven't seen those movies. <laughs> yeah. It, it immediately draws me away from the conversation because I'm like, I don't, and then I ask them if they've seen V for Vendetta or if they've seen The Patriot. And they're like, oh, no, I haven't checked. And I'm like, well, what are we talking about? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> like, you haven't seen Star Wars. Like, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Like old movies. And then they haven't seen, you know. Roland Emmerich's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be okay. Such, such I'd a be okay. horrible. I think it's okay if you haven't seen Godzilla. And they I've haven't seen, seen the Power Rangers that came out last year. Sabin's. Like, is it Sabin? 
All right. All right. Well, well uh, we totally went off topic there and really got started about something else. That was good, though. That was a good. See, I that's think that's a, what the bro down is for, though. Yeah. It's like. We didn't exactly have a plan to talk about that, but that was kind of what we needed to talk it's about. It's topics so. that stir up other topics that kind of, you know, light a fire in both of us to talk about something, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> sure you do, buddy. Okay, so Rudy, let's uh, let's get rolling with Rudy. What? Um, oh, yay! I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually do love this movie. It's just funny how I don't know. What, I don't even know what to talk about in this one because it it seems like everything good is in the last like 25 minutes. Yeah, exactly, man. I was so. Okay, yeah, I, I'm just going to take off with general thoughts. I was yeah, you so ahead. not into this movie at all until like the last 20 minutes. And then I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> you know? But um, yeah, I, I was sitting there just like, are you kidding me? Like I was, it was so cheesy. Uh, you know, a fun, this is something I wanted to bring up, but the guy Pete, his friend in the beginning that gives him the Notre Dame jacket and stuff. Yeah. When he was in the movie, I was like, I am not going to, as soon as I, like, his first scene when they, or whatever, when they fight in the bar, he fights Frank, his older brother, and uh, I literally thought to myself, if this guy doesn't die, I'm going to hate this movie, because he is just <laughs> terrible. And then, like, three scenes later, they're sitting in the refinery and something's going wrong, and I was like, oh, yes! <laughs> He's going! <laughs> He's a goner! <laughs> And he dies, and I was like, "Okay, well, we'll see what happens here." There's room to grow. <laughs> we got room. They killed off Pete, so I literally wrote the only note I have on that is Pete died. Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing though, because he was so not great. Yeah. You know, what's also really funny though is the child actor that uh, that played Pete when he was younger. Yeah, uh, I kept looking at that kid and. Actually, total sidebar, but he looks like that actress that was in the first Indiana Jones. I can't remember her name. Mary's the character's name. Remember the first Indiana Jones, the actress that the love interest? Uh, is it the chick from Sandlot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he kind of look like her? He does kind of look like her. Yeah. But I kept looking at him. I was like, no, that's not why he looks so familiar. It's not like he just looks like somebody. He's the kid from Bingo. Uh, Do you remember the movie Bingo? I don't from think when I remember little? the movie Bingo. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he was the main kid in Bingo, and he's just what is Bingo? I don't even know. It's a stupid dog. It's like a it's a kid gets a, a runaway dog movie. I knew it was a dog movie. Yeah, it's one of you know one of those classic Homeward Bound '90s movies. So, gosh, Homeward Bound. So name sad. all three. Name all three animals from Homeward Bound. Like. I don't think I can. Shadow, Chance, and Sassy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> it, like, literally hurts me <laughs> when you come out with movie knowledge like that. But it is impressive, you know? Yeah, it's good It's good stuff to know, you know? It's Which nice one dies? Um, none of them die. They think that Shadow died. And then, oh, and he comes back? Yeah. Well, that's why I haven't it. been watching it all these years because I thought I remembered somebody died. So I was like, ah, I don't want to get, in, I don't want to get into that. No, yeah, they 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 all make it through. It's like Fox and the Hound. I just don't watch it anymore. 
I love it, but I'm not going to go back and watch, revisit that movie because it's just so, it's just so sad. Does anybody die in Fox and the Hound, though? Yeah. Uh, I don't, Copper I don't think dies, so. man. No, yeah, he doesn't. Co- Copper <laughs> dies. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude, he's dead. Um, I'm going to have to fact check that. I don't remember anybody dying in Fox I'm and the Hound. I'm and I'm a hound dog. <laughs> Why? Why? It's you. I love oh, that. That is such a good movie. Anyway, back, back to Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So th- that's my overall thoughts. It gets good near the the near the end, and you see why it is the iconic film that it is. Yeah. Um, and why it's remembered. Uh, but trying to get through this movie is a completely other story. I mean, it's just. It's tough. When Favreau comes in, you kind of expect some sort of change, but then he's really not in it much. And Um, he doesn't. He does not carry it like I thought that he would. I thought he was going to be better than that. Me too. As soon as he he got in the film, I was like, nice. We got Jon Favreau in here. And then he just wasn't. He was kind of, he was weird. He was actually just kind of weird, like kind of a creeper almost. Yeah, I didn't get and like then bully and kind of like and I don't know. Well, I didn't get like is Rudy like a total ladies man? Is that a thing? I have no idea. He's tiny. He's just He's like got he's like 5'6". And he's so annoying, man. I mean, he's he is. such an annoying little guy. Like yeah. I can't even when he's sitting at the bar and <laughs> Hey, yeah, when I play when I play on the field, blah blah blah, just always saying how he's going to be doing it. And you're like, "We know, but Gosh, that's and that's that's my biggest thing with this movie is that sure it gets super emotional and incredible at the ending like it is so good near the end. Uh-huh. But if I were sitting in a bar and I heard Rudy talking about that stuff day in and day out, if I had to grow up with that human being, I would hate on him too. Yeah, I'd be like just no man, just accept your fate. Just. Be fine with it. So you, you can know? kinda understand the opposite side. <laughs> I'm totally with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even on Rudy's side. No, I'm not. I'm not in I'm not on Rudy's side it's at like, all. Well, just okay, if you're gonna do it, then shut up about it and go do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, until then, just stop. Just stop. Calm down for a second. Take a chill yeah. pill, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, you know, follow your dreams or whatever. But, I mean, the whole point of this movie is that he was never going to be able to play Notre Dame football because he's not big enough. And it just it just won't happen. And the end of the movie comes, and he plays, like, two downs of Notre Dame football. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's it's just it's just funny. But so this movie came out in what was it? Was it 89? I didn't even write it down. I think it's 89. Um 1993. Are you serious? Yeah. 
1993. Wow, I was way off. Um, really not that much as far as uh, as production stuff that I have for this one, just because there's there really wasn't that that much that was of interest. Um, but David Anspaugh is the director, and Angela Pizzo was the writer, and they were the uh, duo that came out with the film Hoosiers, the classic football movie that uh, Gene Hackman was in, and everybody That's seems a basketball to basketball movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I've actually I've haven't seen it in a long, long time, so I don't remember it too well. It's kind of like Rudy. Um, but yeah. so I think that they, they wanted to ride the success of Hoosiers and make another, another football movie similar to, uh, similar understand. to Hoosiers. Wait, what are you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> what? They wanted to ride the success of Hoosiers? Yeah. And get the same, the writer director duo together again for another, another so film. Ho- Hoosiers was before Rudy? I think so. Was it? Check. <laughs> Check it out. We're just going to check this out. Just fact check this. Yeah, it was 1986. Yeah, what are you doubting me? For some reason, I was thinking Hoosiers was a basketball movie. Is it? Or is it a football movie? No, it's a basketball movie. Okay. All right. (laughs) Hey, while you're at it, would you see if Copper died? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I swear I don't think he dies dude I don't think anybody dies in Fox and the Hound um, <laughs> Todd's mother shot and killed off screen Remember that. Todd the fox and Copper the dog do not die. (laughs) (laughs) Nor does Chief. Well, I guess I'm just all over the place today. I don't know. Told you. Good thing we have you. Yeah, that's right. Um, But, yeah, so uh, same creative team that did uh, Hoosiers comes together for Rudy, and it's fine. Um, but let's talk about Sean Astin. So Sean Astin by 1993, he has done Encino man and man, am I, there's something else that I'm totally spacing on, but, uh, he's, he's an up and coming actor and I don't think that he, I don't think that Goonies. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Goonies and then Encino man. And so he's an up and up and comer. And he's perfect for this role because he's small, but he's very tenacious. <clears throat> and then he later goes on to be Sam in Lord of the Rings, who is probably my favorite character. Is, yeah, favorite character of all time. And Sean Astin is actually one of those. He's such a good actor. He like, really he's, is. Goonies never say die. I mean, he's he's awesome. He's a really he's good a actor. He's a very good emotional actor. You know? He, yeah, yeah. He really portrays that just that humble guy going through hardship, except in this movie. I don't know. Well, he conveys tenacity really well, and I think that in this movie he does as well, but the character of Rudy is just it's kind of an enigma. You're like, man, I don't I, I just don't get what you're I, I don't get it. Because I, get I would it. never I would never want that, you know? Well you it's kinda like, wanna that you kinda want them to say that he has some sort of disorder or something. Well he had dyslexia. Well that's why his like grade sucked. But nowadays everybody has dyslexia. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like ADD. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's just something about his character. He just really was just off the walls. 
especially mm-hmm. like going to work and then just like running the field every time. <laughs> it's like every single day he shows up. He's all at the 40, at the 30, 20, touchdown. Janitor's just like, oh, gosh. This kid is the worst. This kid is the worst, huh? Yeah. What do you think worst. about his uh what do you think about his dad? Ned uh, Beatty. Do you know Ned Beatty? <laughs> He's our favorite actor. Yes, he is. He is. Um, Shout out to the Blair Thumb. Yeah, um, Steve Odekirk. Uh, but Ned, I, I, I think he's great. He was a great He's cast. actually, yeah. yeah. He, if the character wasn't so, I would say that he probably gives the best performance yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I don't think, he's not my favorite my favorite character or anything, but I think that he gives the best performance. Yeah. And he should, because he's probably the most well-known actor in the entire movie. Yeah. And he carries it on through. The only thing, because Ned Beatty was actually a pretty big actor back in the day. But the only thing movie I can think of him from is Deliverance. And, oh, oh God. boy. I know. I know. Yep. See, that's another one of those movies that I just block out. I don't even want to. I don't want well, revi- to. Don't, don't visit Deliverance because you don't need to. It's yeah. a horrible. I mean, it's it's a good movie, but it's so bad. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who wants some scrambled eggs? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think Ned Beatty did a great job. It was a good dad. Um. The brothers were. The brothers were okay. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Frank and Shirley. What's the guy's name? The other brother. Oh, and then there was that the his girlfriend at the beginning. She's also <laughs> she's also in some stuff. I thought that was funny that she reached that she showed up again. But she uh, is in. What is she in? Uh, she's in the Conjuring. What's yeah. the Conjuring? It's a scary movie. Yeah, it sounded like you said Conjuring, not Conjuring. Well, you know, it's like <laughs> it's like Basil. Everybody says Basil. I say Basil. <laughs> I have weird. Yeah, I don't know. You know what they? You know, tomato potato. Tomato potato, dude. <laughs> she is. Uh, yeah, she's in some weird stuff. She's creepy, man. She she's is. A, she's she a is definitely looking little girl. All right, let's 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 continue moving. Um, there's, I mean, we can go on all day about um, about the characters and stuff, but I mean, at what point in the movie was there any point in the movie that you actually started liking it like a bit more, or did it really take until the very end of the mo- the movie? Uh, I'd probably say, huh. When he, there's certain highlights in the film. So, like, when he learns that he got accepted to Notre Dame, that was exciting. And then it kind of takes a lull period. But it started to pick up. Then you see Vince Vaughn in there, uh, which is great to see. And it kind of picks up, but there's a few off things. Um, And then as soon as they lay the jerseys down, which we'll talk about, as soon as that scene hits, that's when it all kind of just turns around and you're into it and and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that, I think that, yeah, that's a good point because when, when he gets accepted into Notre Dame, that's when I really, I really got on board a lot more before that point. It's kind of just like, Oh my gosh, just quit, quit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just quick. Go back and work at the steel mill or whatever. But I mean, you know, at the same time, he's getting a college education. Like he's going to whatever community college it is. Yeah, that's why so, I love the janitor. 
Well, I'll talk about him more, but I love a couple oh, of lines. Oh, gosh. We're going to have every single thing I the know. same, dude. I can already tell. Every, favorite scene, favorite character, favorite line are all the exact same. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Um, but, yeah, so I, I like that. But before that, man, the, the whole thing with him meeting John Favreau's character was not not as good as I expected. Um, then he, like, kind of is flirting with that girl the whole time. But it goes nowhere. Like, it, goes, it goes nowhere. I didn't get that. That was why focus on that. Why focus on that at all if there's going to be no explanation of it at the end? Like I was kind of hoping that maybe he's on the shoulders and he sees her. Like even just a little camera glance at her, and she's like, "Yeah," and like takes his hand or something like that, and then they keep going or something like that. But they just did not resolve that whatsoever. Which yeah, stunk. Does does the guy that plays one down of football at Notre Dame? Um, and gets carried out like kind of in pity by everybody else at the end of the game. Is he the guy that gets the girl? <laughs> I don't know. It was something I thought of. I was like, how much does everybody like, is everybody just in love with the feeling of this moment? Like, you know, like, oh, wow. That's really nice that they all did. I think it's like everybody yeah, feels really like nice that's really that nice that they all did, did that, that for, that for him. Guy. Not actually like good for him, you know. <laughs> good for us. For that, Seriously, for that it's dude. I don't think it's I don't think it's a good for him moment. I think it's a good for us moment. Good exactly. for us for recognizing that this good guy for tried. Everybody for being good people for once in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all probably just went back to being terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's like they, they try all to get carried. you to like the coach at the end or whatever. It kind of shows him smile. You're like, yeah, but he is a jerk. He is an absolute jerk. He's- I kind of just pictured. I pictured them like grabbing a. They like are carrying Rudy out, and they just like toss him in a dumpster on the way out, and call him, <laughs> <laughs> call him, and I can't say the name I'm thinking of, but. <laughs> Gosh, that'd be hilarious, man. That'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good Family Guy skit or something. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty funny. But um yeah, it definitely it takes a turn and gets a lot better at some point, but um yeah, couple a couple other characters that I think are are pretty good is uh, Father Kavanaugh, who's played by Robert Prosky. Um he's the guy that pretty much yeah. gets him into the university across the street and I I liked his character. I also liked that actor. He was uh he was the uh head of the corporation in um Mrs. Doubtfire. So he, yeah, okay. He's the the guy that drinks scotch and says bully. So yeah, I like that guy. I enjoyed. I enjoy seeing those like those early early nineties late late eighties actors that that come up in all these movies. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. He's is good. the coach in Richie Rich? That coach is in Richie Rich, right? This is Nash. Yeah, that guy's the worst. So glad that you noticed that. Yeah. Because I didn't, I did not notice that he was the guy from Richie Rich. I he's also he's the main pitcher from Major League, and so oh, that's, that's that's what right. I was thinking. But then that's I was right. talking to a friend of ours, Jimmy Swain, and he's like, "Yeah, that dude's also in Richie Rich." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> us, uh, us September twenty fifth guys, we think alike. I know. Keen Bean, he's here. Keen Bean. <laughs> gosh, we should do a Richie Rich podcast too. I could talk about that one all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's just an interesting movie. It it has its ups and downs. Uh, the scene where he goes back to, the, is it a steel mill or is it like a refinery? It's a, yeah, it's a steel mill. Steel mill. Uh, when he goes back and the dad announces that his son is... 
Oh yeah, my boy's gonna my boy's going to Notre Dame. That was pretty. That was great. Which yeah, also I almost bring, harkens back to uh, to Ned Beatty, just mm-hmm. doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Any scene with him in it is definitely a little bit better for sure. Um, there, I also really like the scene in the in the coach's office when he goes to try to appeal to the old coach's better senses. Um, you know, let me play, let me suit up one game next year. Um, mm-hmm. and that coach is like, okay, you earned it. You know, I, yeah. I really like that. Um, the entire football montage of him just getting the snot beat out of him and just still coming back and, and showing the tenacity that he has every day. Yeah. I really I really liked all that and the way all the coaches are kind of behind him. And the scene when Vince Vaughn freaks out, you know, this guy's playing like it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you love that too because it, it goes back to it. It does. Because we're watching that movie like, he is, it's just – it's practice, bro. Settle it's down. It's just practice, man. Settle down, dude. It's that's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> but it's also, you know, he. I think Rudy says it at some point. Oh, it's when those those guys confront him in the parking lot. And he's like, "Dude, settle down. You're gonna get killed," or something like that. And he's he says, "If I back off, then you guys aren't gonna be ready for Saturday." Yeah. And those guys are like. Okay. Kind of, you know, nod their head and yeah. in acceptance, and I, I, I like that scene because Rudy definitely kind of explains where he's coming at too, and he's, I'm doing you guys a favor. If if I don't do this, then you guys won't be ready. So, yeah. this is what I'm doing. So it's yeah, a good I, point. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, tackling few. Um, ooh. <laughs> Phone fell down here. Yeah. But so, so yeah. I I don't know. Should we should we move on with favorite character, favorite scene, favorite quote, and then we can kind of talk about the ending. I don't know if there's yeah, anything else in the middle me. that you felt like break bringing up. Um. So uh, not really. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, we've left. S- Go ahead. Well, are we going to mention the uh, what does he say? We're going to go for the 20. We're going to get him at the 30. That thing. Because that's... Oh, we're going to go inside. We're going to go outside. Inside and outside. We're going to get him on the run, boys. Once we get him on the run, we're going to keep him on the run. We're going to go, 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 go. We're not going to stop the because we cross the goal line. That whole thing that he does. He does it when he's a kid. And it's kind of cute when he's a kid. But then he does it again. <laughs> it is almost like... Uh, the the janitor is just looking at him. Janitor Fortune, I think, is his name. He's looking at him, and it's almost just like you pity this kid. It's yeah, he's like, do, like he's doing that, and you're watching, and you just go, oh, "God bless him." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? God. Yeah, I mean, God bless him. He's he's doing something at least. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's talking. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's a funny that's a funny point because he does he does keep doing that speech and at some point I think that anybody that's around him when they hear him do that speech they've got to be thinking here we go again. You know what I mean? Like they're not actually entertained by it. It's just kind of a yeah, it's just kind of a funny thing. So, anyway. Yeah. Do you want to get into the the favorite favorite stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um so, let's go let's go favorite character. Okay. You you go ahead you go ahead and say yours. I think we might have the same one. It's the guy that I've mentioned a few times here. Um, Fortune, the janitor. Yep. 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 That's mine. There I you go. 
I find I think it's funny that we've actually both came up with I think that we have the exact same thing for everyone. But um yeah, I really like he's the favorite um, he's my favorite character because he's the janitor and he's constantly ridiculing Rudy for um, uh, not ex- not uh, not caring about school enough. You know, yeah, not, yeah. Not, he's he's not, not being great, not being grateful for what he has. He has the yeah. opportunity to go to go to college at the one school, and then he gets into Notre Dame. He's like, "You get to go to college at Notre Dame, like you get to have a degree with your name on it from the University of Notre Dame. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, like, that's awesome. You know, I mean, I have a college degree, but it's from a fairly small school. I mean, I couldn't. I would be so proud if I had a degree from Notre Dame. Yeah. So I mean, that would be. It's just a good, it's a good thought that that guy has like you have, you know, and a lot of it's because of his history. He played, he played football at Notre Dame and then he, he stopped and he did, he never graduated or anything. And so he's working at a janitor at that. And that's also another, another thing. Why, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Why would you go back and work at the place that pains you the most? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like worst memory mm -hmm. of your life. Well, I'm going to revisit that every day. Just wallow in self-pity that you didn't finish college at Notre Dame. What is it about Notre Dame that people are just so... Drawn to. I don't know. It's funny. The Hunchback. Maybe just the the sight of seeing the Hunchback somewhere. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. But anyway. Yeah, he's my favorite character. Yeah, he's good. No, he is. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Fortune, he's awesome. Um, and so with him being the favorite character, I mean, do you want to do you want to do the, the favorite line or should I? Uh, I did my crazy one last time. So you go ahead. OK. <clears throat> You're five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing and hardly a speck of athletic ability, and you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years, and you were also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. <laughs> in this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after that, you've gone through, if you haven't done that, by now, it ain't ever going to happen. Now go on back. Oh, I missed that last little line there. <laughs> it's great. It's a great yeah. line. You know? I, I think it's I think it's mostly just the very beginning though the way he says you're five foot nothing yeah a hundred nothing nothing and hardly a speck of athletic ability that's yeah. just it's great and I mean that's that's everything that we talked about and the way that he says it it's just like it's like I didn't really have a favorite line yet and I was sitting there and as soon as he started talking I was like I'm pretty positive this is gonna be the one like as soon as he started out that sentence I was like yeah there we go. <laughs> no, no, I th- I thought the same thing. Well, that was line, a big turning great. point in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I really like that, and I think that 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 speech kind of encapsulates everything everything that you need to know about the movie. Um, and it it's it appreciates what Rudy's doing, but it also gives criticism to his his thoughts behind it mm-hmm. and how he isn't grateful for what he has. You know. He needs to he needs to be more accepting of the situation that he's in rather than constantly striving for that last that last little bit, which he ends up getting. But yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so great stuff. Also, I thought it was kind of cool that that character gave Rudy the key and let him sleep in the janitor's closet. All that, that was time. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was cool. I mean, gosh, dude, can you think of how terrible that would be, though? Yeah. Like sleeping in the janitor's office every night. I can't even imagine, man. 
Yeah, that would, I don't know. Are you saying it would be scary or? <laughs> yeah, man, it'd be really scary. <laughs> Which is like, you wouldn't have, I don't know. I'm just. Like no bathroom probably, no shower. <laughs> no, he just has no zero donuts. bathroom or anything. He's just always like dumping a pail out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. It's like the freaking 19th century. Um, Oh, gosh, that's good. Old Uh, woman. But, uh, yeah, so. (laughs) What? Sorry, nothing. I was a Monty Python, holy girl. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, I mean, favorite scene. It kind of goes goes without saying. So so we'll set we'll set the. Well, maybe. uh, I don't know. We might have different ones. Wait, is yours not the the jerseys? No, no, mine's actually what? Not. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, okay, well let me set up mine then. Well, no, no, you go ahead with your. Where when does yours take place? Uh, right at the end, pretty much. Oh, okay, let me let me set up mine then. Um, so basically, the end of the movie, uh, Rudy is promised a spot in one game during the next season by the old coach, but a new coach comes in the pitcher from major league or the bad guy from Rishi rich and tells him <laughs> and doesn't want Rudy to play because he just doesn't get it. And all the other football players are just, they love Rudy because he's been there the whole time and totally supported them through everything. And so in the last game, Rudy doesn't get put on the list to suit up with everybody else. And all the football players decide that they want to give their spot up so that Rudy can play in the big game. And so I think it's probably one of the star players. I can't remember what, what, uh, what position he plays, but he walks in and asks to talk to coach any late. He says, I want, I want Rudy to take my spot. And then yeah. the coach says something to the effect of no way. Like you're one of the best players you're a on captain, the team. You're, you're, you're a captain. You're the only all American we have. You're a captain. Act like it. And then that guy says, I believe I am, sir, and lays down his jersey on the desk, and then every single other player of the team lays down their jersey and says, I want Rudy to take my spot after that. And, man, that scene, I don't know, just wells of emotion, dude, wells of emotion. That scene is so good, and just the thought behind it is just – it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful it scenes. It really and, is. And yeah. that's, you know, we criticize this movie a lot because it isn't the most enjoyable movie for the first the first while. You kind of just keep going. But, man, it is so worth it because yeah. the ending is so, so, so good. Yeah, I love very, that scene, yeah. and I, I love every single thing after that point. I mean, the last, like, 20, 25 minutes of this movie are incredible. So that the scene where everybody, they lay down the jerseys is so good. Love it. Extremely emotional, that whole scene. <clears throat> uh yeah, and the bad guy from Richie Rich uh, sitting behind the desk is, you know, I think he actually is kind of my my only negative thing about the end of this movie. Um, I just didn't really like him very much. I mean, maybe you're just not supposed to like him. But I just, I just for some reason, like that Jersey scene, I was really into it. But then every time they kept flashing back to him, I was like, oh, man. So it kind of like distracted me from that scene almost. Just that guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I definitely don't think that he was he was the best part of the movie for sure. Um, he he was just the motivations were kind of difficult to understand, and they didn't do much to try to get into his character and understand what what Explain his him at all. 
Well, I, yeah, it's like we needed a scene where he was, was just like. Really it's like he didn't. It's like he didn't even think about Rudy. Like that wasn't even like a thought process. You'd think that one of the other yeah. coaches would have been like, "Well, yeah, this guy's been on the practice team for a long time." By the way, there's been... this little, there's this little crazy guy named. We Rudy. got a charity case on our team that yeah, we're trying exactly. to. <laughs> we got a wild one on our hands. Um, but, yeah. So. Well, yeah. No, that it. Yeah, it's. It's a defining scene in this movie, and I feel like that's a scene that goes down in history. You know, that's a scene that people will probably remember um, the most out of this movie. I think when you first talked about Rudy to me, and I hadn't seen it in so long, you were like, well, you you remember the Jersey scene, right? And I was like, what? And you are like, oh, never mind. I'll let you watch that on your own, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's that's a very defining scene, <clears throat> and I love it. It's, yeah, it's incredible. My favorite scene was... Uh, the uh, the tunnel scene. Um, that's when that's when I where I got the most emotional when he was uh, in the tunnel and uh, the captain of the team looks at Rudy and he's like, "Take us out," you know. And I that know. was a that was a contender for my favorite favorite line. Um, and he says, "Are you ready?" And he says, "I've been ready for this my whole life." Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah, that, that was scene good. is really great. And then also just the look that he gives uh, Fortune, the janitor. That little back and forth there in that tunnel was enough for me to just like kind of sent me over the edge. I was mm-hmm. already there. And then him running out onto the field and his parents seeing him and everybody seeing him, just like, that's Rudy. That was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that was my favorite scene. I loved that one. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I I definitely really liked that part. That was that was one of the best scenes in the movie. And then and then the whole ending is actually really good because you know he got what he wanted. He got to suit up and go stand on the sidelines, yeah. and that's really all he wanted to do. But then you know I, I love how the entire team pools together and they're supposed to just take a knee and let the clock run out. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 forget that, man. Let's, Let's score. score. Let's score yeah. this one for Rudy. And then they run out and score and that guy runs up that one was for you and then they put rudy uh, the dude starts chanting rudy yeah rudy yeah. much much slower and less enthusiastic than i remember it's yeah, like it's a very, very slow sl- and it takes a rudy, long time for that rudy <laughs> he's all rudy 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 very like ominous and weird rudy and then it takes just minutes for the entire entire stadium it takes to go. So but, long. but man, when Rudy goes in and then he just sacks the QB, I love that. I love that too. Yeah. But if that wasn't the last, if that wasn't the last play, do you think that there's any way that he would have actually been able to sack the quarterback? That other team had given up. They didn't care. They probably got their like third string guys in anyway too. Yeah. Well, I just you know don't understand I mean? why they wouldn't have just need the ball, <laughs> the other team, because uh, they're down what. At that point, yeah, yeah they're gonna three. Yeah, they're gonna lose big time. Um, good point. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he sacks him, and it's awesome. I feel bad for the other team the entire time. It's like they're down so much with like thirty something seconds to go, and they're like, "Let's score on them." See, the other team's like, "Oh man," <laughs> and they get scored on in the last play of the game. Their quarterback just gets sacked, <laughs> and then this charity case gets carried out there's like gosh that was the and that's the end of their season too <laughs> they're like, oh. yeah a lot of those guys are well, seniors, seniors. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we, we really sucked it up here in our last Sorry. our last show oh boy well seniors you stink <laughs> <laughs> so 
That's yeah. such a good point. From the other side, that had to hurt so much more. So terrible. It's like, oh. Are you kidding gosh, me? That guy sacked you? He's five foot nothing. hundred and nothing. And hardly a speck of athletic ability. I know ability. the line, Del. <laughs> I know the line and I know he sacked me, okay? I get it. That guy just had the worst life, that quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm the guy that sack- got sacked by Rudy. Gets home, there's an eviction notice. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. I saw you get sacked. His wife left him. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do this crap anymore, Dell. How many more sacks are you going to take? That was my senior year. I've graduated now. I have a liberal arts degree. <laughs> she gives him a potato sack. <laughs> oh, um, also, what was with uh, John Favreau's character, Debop or whatever his name and then is? And all of a sudden, he's just rich and loaded. I thought he was going to law school. Isn't that no why idea. he left? I have no idea. He seriously, I'm like 95% certain that he left to go to law school. And then he shows up in a car and is suddenly sipping champagne on the way out of his car going to Rudy's game. I just don't get it. Last time I checked, law school took like three years to get out of. And then yeah. you're probably going to have a couple of years uh, working as an associate or something like that. The only thing, he, I just figured his family's rich or something. Maybe, yeah, I guess. Could be something like that. That was that was just a weird thing to throw in the movie at the it's last minute there. extremely weird. Yeah, I didn't get it. But That's Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's Rudy. my best friend. You're like, I didn't see the chemistry there. <laughs> you guys didn't seem Why you guys seem such good too friends? close. But, uh, well... And I did like, yeah, I did like John Favreau getting the, getting the girl that he overlooked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah, If they would only just uh, wrapped up the other relationship thing. Yeah. I'm, I just am curious, you know, here, and here's another, here's another thing that, um, I've, I've heard from a lot of people because, uh, the real Rudy, uh, Rudy Rediger came to, came to West, West high school where we went to school uh, a long time back. And, a lot of people that because he's a motivational speaker now, which it's like, I don't know, it's, it's just interesting. But um, a lot of people say that he's kind of uh, kind of a jerk in real life, and that he's really really pompous and really full of himself, um, which is so interesting because you think that like a guy like this would be totally humble, and yeah. you know, um, and I think that his whole his whole motivational. Uh, speeches to you know pursue your dreams and you can achieve just about anything um but i don't know try some humility too and i don't know how much i don't know how true that is it's i'm going from the word of a couple people that i've talked to that went and saw him talk and met him afterward and stuff because they were football players uh at west and stuff like that but um so i don't don't know how how true that is but uh i do find that interesting so yeah yeah he's rude yeah real rude rudy he is uh, but, that he's rude, Rudy Rittinger, 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 Rittinger. Roland Gardner, Roland Gardner, <laughs> Rosengardner, Rosenberger. Um, but yeah, so Rudy, uh, not the best movie, but it yeah. ends up not the best movie to watch. But by the end of it, it is the best movie ever. So yeah, by the well, <laughs> by the end of it, it's the best movie you're ever gonna watch. 
ever. All right. Overstatement. Exaggerated. <laughs> it's but yeah, it, it's not the best movie in the world. The ending makes up for a portion of it. Yeah. It gets really, really, really good at the end. Yeah, so. it gets deep, but I I can honestly say with a whole heart, I will never watch this movie again in my life. <laughs> you think? I, I'm I'll I'll never watch this again. I'm pretty positive in that statement. Yeah, I don't really feel feel the need to if that I much. If I had kids, I'm not going to show them this movie. Yeah. Show them Friday Night Lights for sure. Yeah, yeah. This one's just, it's a good good message, but yeah. I just don't think I can handle, I, I just, with what I know now, but you never know, in about 10, 15 years, I might be like, eh, I kind of forgot that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I've definitely, I've seen it a couple times, and I felt like I forgot about it big time this time. Big time. So, big time this time. But, well, we know the, we know the answer to the standard question. This movie is not as good as School of Rock. Oh, so. no. Definitely not. You put Jack Black, though, and as, I don't know, as Rudy? I've been ready for this moment my whole life. <laughs> so good to work that in every time. Learning. Uh, learning. But, yep, would have been better if Jack Black had been in it. So, there you go, guys. Rudy. That's Rudy. Pretty, yeah. Pretty I sweet mean, flick. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's Rudy. It's I think Rudy. that's what it is to me. It's just Rudy. It's just Rudy. Just Rudy. I don't even but. know if I, I don't even know if it's a movie. It's just like, it's just a thing. Just a thing. And you always have that, you know? You always get to that scene and... I had a point that I wanted to bring up to you, actually. Does the score for this movie feel way too big for this movie? Was that something that you noticed? Gosh, I cannot believe that we went through this entire thing without talking about the score. Because that was, like, one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk about. I don't know how we end up doing that. It's because I didn't write it down. Yeah. um, Because I just thought that I would bring it up. Man... Jerry Goldsmith, it is it is bigger than it needs to be, for sure. It's too much, but the the score is my favorite character because it is so good. It is such a good score. And man, when it when it hits, it gets me so amped up. Like I love, I love that song. And that that has a lot to do with that montage. Um uh the football montage when he like first starts playing on the practice yeah, squad from Notre yeah. Dame. The yeah. Like it just, it's so epic. It's so awesome. So, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that the score is my favorite character because it was, it was totally. just unbelievable. I had yeah. some, I had mixed feelings about it. I, I liked it at the end because it worked at the end, but I felt near the beginning, like the first while in the movie, the score was just huge, and you didn't even know this character yet. And like, especially like there was one scene where he was. Uh, he was like walking through the gate to go to get it. He was like sneaking into the stadium and the swell of the music was just huge, just giant. And he's like sneaking into this football stadium. And like, I get it. Like, you know, he's always dreamed of going there and he's getting onto the football field. But I was just like, whoa, this is too, this is way too big. And then eventually it fit right in and I loved it. And I, it's nothing against the music itself because it was incredible. But there was just certain scenes in the beginning that I was like, whoa, this is <laughs> really intense. <laughs> you know. 
I think I remember that at the beginning, thinking that the music was too much. Um, it just falls into place so well at the end that I, just, I totally right forgot in. about it. Yeah, Jerry Goldsmith, great, great work. This is one of this is one of the you know top ten classic scores of all time. Honestly, yeah, I mean it's really good. It's really what else really has good. he done? What else has he done? <laughs> oh man, I had stuff, I had stuff written down, but now I can't remember a, a single uh, a single other thing. Look up Jerry Goldsmith real quick. Got it. I'm on it. Uh, what do you want to talk about while I look? <laughs> uh, okay, got it. Wow, he is a... Oh, Total Recall. Star Trek The Next Generation. That's the one that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, he did Mulan. all the music for Star Trek. Ooh, Mulan, nice. He did the music for Mulan. That's... That's pretty impressive. Dude, dude, Mulan actually has such good music. I watched oh that with our gosh. niece, Jerrica, the other day, and I was like, gosh, Mulan is such a good movie. It's so huh. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff, though. Rambo. S- Star Trek was the one that I was thinking of because yeah. the, Star, the Star Trek score for the TV show and, the, uh, and First Contact. I listen to First Contact on my Spotify quite a bit. Hollow Man. <laughs> okay. I think <laughs> hey, Okay, I think we're I hey, think we're good. The Mummy conductor score music producer. Wow. Small soldiers. <laughs> I can keep going if you want me to. No, it's I mean, okay. Uh, I think want, we sorry, get the can point. You, cut now? you want me to keep going? We get uh, the point. We got, we got it. <laughs> he did some good stuff. Rambo I was three. looking for Star Trek. <laughs> Rambo not one, not two. Rambo 3, bring him out. Oh, yeah, it was uh, the conductor on Rambo 3. It was one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Goldsmith told me to act like Sean Austin and Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) And next day, I knew Jerry Goldsmith told me I tried to play Rudy. And I I remember Jerry Goldsmith saying I didn't even have to act because his score would totally overpower whatever I did. He's going all the news machine gun in a football field and I can take over. Oh, boy. We, we make fun of Sylvester Stallone, but he's actually such a good actor. He's incredible. He should have gotten best supporting for Creed. I think we've already talked about that quite we a bit. We have talked about that, That's but it's a true. point that will come up a lot, though, because I'm, I'm actually pretty sore about that one, and I think I will be for a while. Oh, me too. So. One of the all-time snubs. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, good work. Good work. Um, not as good as School of Rock. So, um, if you guys want to check us out online, we have a great podcast. Um, and uh, we're on Instagram. It's Professor Podcast. We have SoundCloud is kind of our main platform right now. It should be on iTunes here, uh, here soon. Um, so yeah, check us out on that. Please give us a like on Facebook. If you ever see that we post anything, and you are one of our listeners. Uh, please give it a share on your page or, uh, or give it a like. Just kind of helps spread the word um, and uh, helps us get out to people that might, you know, love movies as much as we do. So we're trying to get out there. Uh, I believe David is on Instagram as well. Um, I'm not sure. What's your Instagram, Dave? I think it's DaveTJ23. DaveTJ23. So if you want to give Dave a follow, check out his stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably try to start being more active on social media. Um, I don't do a whole lot, but I'll try. Yeah, that's yeah. all you can do is try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm on Instagram, Daniel Hunter Jones. I do little skits almost every day on my drive home from work. So if you're looking for some not so funny videos, um, that's you had me. a couple really good ones yesterday. Yeah. That's um, uh, so yeah, and big thanks to Leanna Preston for the artwork. We have new ones coming for uh, for uh, some movies that we're going to do. I think our next episode is on the scary movie It. Um, I saw it. Did you see it? See what? See it. Did you go what? see it? See what? See it. Did see you what? Go s- it. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good bit. Um, Yeah, so uh, I think our next episode's on that, and uh, I think Leanna's going to work on something pretty cool for that. So also a big shout-out to Michael Corson for our intro and outro. So Uh, Love you, Mike. Yeah, love you, Mikey. Right on. Well, thanks a lot for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Just be sitting here, living our lives a quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.